face. She swallowed that bikini like a G-string. 200 pounds, no flat tummy. She don't need a man. Yeah, she chubby young as A. As I'm full blast in those skinny jeans. Yeah, she rock them high waisted cause it's real new. She 200 pounds with a soft tummy. She don't give a damn. My girl chubby sexy. Colin Bonita Gordita. She Hey, sweets. It's your queens, Honey Buns. And Ginger Snaps. This week, we're talking about... Hey, Sugar Honey Buns. We're here for part two with our special guest... Divine. Lily. And we'll be talking about the do's and the don'ts and relationships and friendships. Thanks. Thanks. So what's a do and a don't for you, honey buns? A do, I'm low-key needy. Okay, break that down. What does needy mean? I need attention. I need affection. What is time. What does that look like, sound like, feel like? Communication. What does that sound like, look like, feel like? Feel like you don't got to touch me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, okay. Okay. So for my friend's aspect, you don't have to touch me. Mm-hmm. My boo, he or she has to touch me. What? But I'm saying like friend's aspect, I need to call you and talk to you. I need you to text me when I text you back. Like I need you to go back and forth with me. Like quick. Yes. Okay. So that's a, that's a do. But then also I'm a don't mm-hmm. is not responding at all. A don't is uh, you answer the phone call, but then you might let me call you back. And I'm like, so why did you answer? That's like a big issue for me. Because they know the do is to answer. answer. But if you had, a, if you can't talk, then just tell me you can't talk. I'm very like, all right, you can't talk. It's cool. I'm not going to okay. like press you out for it. Okay. Because I'm understanding. Okay. But it does the whole, I call you, pick up, I'm going to call you back, does bother me. Okay. What's the do for you, Lil? A do for friendships is someone who's there for me that I can talk to about, you know, anything and not feel judged, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don'ts for friendship is if, like, you're feeling a certain way and you feel like you can't tell me about it. Like, I need you to be open with me. Like, Or they think you're telepathic or something. What? Like, they think you're telepathic. Like, you can oh, read Oh, no, head. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I had a situation with a friendship where... Um, especially after I had my baby, like with a couple friends where they weren't talking to me and I was like, what the hell, like what's going on? So I kept it. Um, I didn't say anything at first, but like there was a moment where I had invited them to my, um, what's it called? My birthday lunch. Um, damn, where was my invite? I mean, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So anyway, I had invited them to my birthday. That's fine. Um, (laughs) I had invited them to my to my birthday lunch thing and then um was I there you were there shut up and then there was like it was like crickets like they said Mm -hmm. nothing and then but then like we have a different set of friends and we had all talked about going to happy hour and they were quick to be like oh yeah we'll be there and I was like so Mm. I love how you guys can respond to the happy hour but I say something about my My fucking birthday and it's like nothing. So then my one friend was like, then she ended up telling me how she felt mm-hmm. about, you know, certain stuff. And then we kind of like 
were able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if you were feeling a certain way, why did you tell me about this? Right. Because there was a moment where we did talk, and then I texted my friends. We have a group chat together, and I was like, I feel like our friendship is going apart. And then I even – I was – postpartum so i cry i even cry oh, i'm yeah. not someone who cries but no. those postpartum hormones oh, fuck with they, you. i was like texting them i was bawling my ass i was like i, I don't cry guys but you know i feel i'm still feeling a certain way right and then for relationships i do not like being lied to mm. Mm. that's any type of shit but yeah any <clears throat> well yeah in general but like mm-hmm. in, except the situation like yeah, we ain't going. No, because why y'all yeah. in a situation? In a situation, like, it's literally like we're why you gotta lie? Because we're just straight up here for one thing. So why you gotta lie? Yeah, you. Right. <laughs> okay, divine. <laughs> Yo, turn, girl. What's a, a do for a friendship? And what's a, a do for friendships for me? I would say i'm big on communication okay relationship and friendship this is like, a trend you guys yeah like trending hashtag me, i've had friends over the years like we may not talk for like two years or something like that but then it's like when we get together it's like we never were apart mm-hmm but then it's like i've had friends like recently like moving here i've been here for two years now and when I first started living here, I was communicating with all of my friends back home. Mm-hmm. Over time, it's like I reached out to them mm-hmm. and it's like I've asked how they were doing and it's like no response or like they give me a one worded answer. And then it's like, OK, well, damn, like what happened to the communication that we were just having months ago? Like over time, the communication died out. So I'm like, for me, I think as friends and being in a relationship, communication to me is a do. Like you, like you gotta communicate with me. Like I don't care what you're going through. Like everybody lives their lives. Everybody has their separate things going on. But I feel like communication is a must in friendship and relationships. Just communicate. Period. Like tell me what's going on. Like hit me up randomly if you need to. Like. I'm the type of person to answer my phone any time of the day, basically, for you. Okay. So I'm like, I would want you to do the same thing for me. Okay. Um, so saying that a do for everybody is to have open lines of communication. When do you feel like in a friendship, the level of vulnerability goes from you're just an acquaintance to I'm going to keep it raw. I'm going to be 100%. I'm going to tell you something that may scare you away, but I need to be this vulnerable with you because I can't thrive without being this vulnerable. I think it's like the individual I am. I don't... I have associates that I wouldn't do that with, but all my friends I'm vulnerable with. Okay. Because I feel like we, if I can't be vulnerable with you, why are you my friend? I'm very close, like, when I become your friend, you're basically, like, my sister or brother. Like, there's there's no in-between, like, you know, so I don't have that, I can't tell this friend something and not this friend something, because I feel like if I'm your friend, it's the same. It's the same level. It's the same level. Like, you're not going to be half-assed with it. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to tell one person, I'm going to tell the other person, Mm -hmm. like, why keep that out of the mix between, because it's just, like... 
be like how we all are together. It's like if there's something about Lily going on and you all start talking about it, I'm gonna be left out in the loop. Mm-hmm. And it's right. like if we're on the same level of friendship, why would I be the only one left out? Why, why would she be yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. that I think that that's where you depict and decipher like who's an acquaintance, who's an actual friend, and then who's an actual, you know, like, best friend, like, where I'm going to tell you all my Mm nitty-gritty shit, you didn't see me naked type shit, you didn't Uh see the goods, all of that, you didn't heard the sex stories, you didn't heard Mm -hmm. all the sad, happy, sappy love story, all of that. And I also feel like when you're, like, for us, like, we're all, you know, we're all older now, now we're, well, most of us are in our 30s now. Two of us. I'm not. No, I'm playing. Close enough. I'm not. About to walk into the new decade. Late 20s, 30s. Like, I feel like the older you get, like, your group of friends gets smaller. So it's like the people that you keep around are like the people that you know that you can have that that type of friendship where you're open and you have that trust with. And the people that are like just like acquaintances, acquaintances. You don't really like talk to them or keep in communication with them anymore because it's like, what's the point? You know, the older you get, the Mm -hmm. more you realize who your real friends are versus who the people are just there just to be there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm a piggyback, like not piggyback. I'm the fuck I was trying to say, but yeah, I'm gonna reverse it a little bit. Like, lost my train of thought. Oh. You're gonna reverse oh, it a little bit. Diff- I would say it's different levels when I tell somebody something. Okay. Because I might go to Lily first and then go to someone else and somebody they all know. I just told them at different times. Because like, yeah. if I'm like really, really upset, I most likely will call Lily. You have certain people mm-hmm. you automatically exactly. think of in certain situations mm-hmm. that you automatically go to mm-hmm. because you're just. Like, that's just the automatic person you go to because you can just tell them anything. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're less of a friend when you go and tell the second friend or the third no, friend think- or fourth friend that information. It's just whoever you automatically, it automatically clicks in your mind like, oh, my God, I got to tell this person this. Like, I can't hold it. I can't wait. Like, I got to call or I got to text this person or we got to meet up. Like, bitch, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you have the other friend where it's just like, okay, when we're around each other, like, let me tell you what happens. This is what's going on with me. Like, you're still informing that friend, but you just, you automatically have that one person that it's your go-to person. Well, I was saying, I think it's more of my emotional level. Like, really knows how to say something to me at that moment in time. And then once I cool out, I'm like, all right, now I'm a little more logical. Because Lily's looking like my emotional. Then I got Jim Snaps over here as, like, more my logical. So I go to them at different times. Because yeah. I'm, like, hearing Jim no, Snaps no, when I'm upset. No, it's You have a different feedback. From yes. Yeah. And I, that's why I go to them at different, different times. Yeah, and... It, and for me, if I don't logically step through my feelings, I'll get irrational. Mm-hmm. And that's where my Gemini moon comes into play. No shade to my two Geminis over here. <laughs> but it's real. Like, if I don't logically compartmentalize all the things that I'm feeling, I won't make any sense. So I get it why you're like, I need to go 
get emotional, and then come back down. Mm -hmm. It makes total sense. Because I can just wild out and then, all right, I'm cool. I'm going to talk to Chelsea. Now I really (laughs) need to, yeah. For real. Like, just a little bit off topic, like, speaking of Geminis, um, like, the other day I was having a conversation with my hubby. He was, like, we were talking about, you know, our signs or whatever, and he was, like, I forgot something came up where he was just, like, yeah, Geminis are crazy, and I was, like, I'm not crazy. You know me. He was, like, I was like, my friends don't think I'm crazy. Only you think I'm crazy. He was like, well, they don't know you the way I know you. And it's I was just like, and I was just like, what do you mean? Like, everyone loves me. I'm awesome. Like, well, that has nothing to do with it. That that sentence, they don't know you like I know you. Exactly. That's yes. real. So that's like super off topic. Off topic, though. It's like you're like, hiding something from me. No, no, no y'all are crazy. real. Y'all no. are real as fuck. No, but like I always tell them, she's not like a real Gemini to me. <laughs> like, no, because she she keeps a lot of her emotions on the inside. Mm. Yeah, she's I more do. like closed off. Mm. But I'm also like very. I can be very cold and like mm-hmm. I, like I can just like quickly like. Mm. That's my crazy emotions. talking about that. Yeah, like <laughs> like like with him. Like I'm just like when I get upset, I'm just like cold as hell. Like I'm just like leave me alone. Like and I. Shut off. Sounds like, like an Aquarius. Yeah, so yeah. Just like I totally like completely shut off, and I'm just like leave me alone. It's like you're crazy. Like like I can, I'm not gonna lie. I can be crazy with him, but that's just because he drives me. Crazy. And crazy is relative, so you know, yeah, and and yeah, that leads makes. into like what mental health is. Total like side note. Mm-hmm. Yes. Downward sidebar, like sidebar. other sidebar because you know mental health is so huge. Mm-hmm. And everyone's mental health looks different, and how people cope looks different. I mean, you know, Honey Bunge, you brought up how you wanted to talk about the whole Summer Walker thing that's like mm-hmm. been trending on Twitter all week about how people have been saying, um, how does she have social anxiety? But she was a whole ass stripper at one point, and it's like. That's people's cope, yeah. well, so people's so coping different. mechanisms are so different. People you can coping be comfortable in one situation and a different environment. Standing in a crowd of millions of people is completely different. Than yeah, that's like yeah, literally. literally. That's yeah. like you can be a stripper and show your body and be confident as hell, but mm-hmm. then it's like you can get up on a stage accept and accept an award and not know what the fuck to say to anybody because. All eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like being a stripper is completely different because, in my aspect, it's like I, I when I was a stripper, I was comfortable as hell. Mm-hmm. Like when I first did it, you know what I'm saying? When I first first started, my first day, it was like how what you think in your head, like what moves am I going to do? What am I going to do? This, you know, mm-hmm. how are people going to react? This and that. But after over time, it's like you get more and more comfortable with yourself mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. if you're alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't give a fuck about nobody else. Like, you're doing this for you, basically, at some point. But then it's like, now you're in the spotlight. And I can see where Summer Walker is coming from. You get social anxiety where it's like a thousand, a million eyes are on you. And you get stuck in that zone of it's like, damn, well, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. How do I make myself look good in this Mm -hmm. limelight? How do I continue to keep that? same energy yeah and it's it's different yeah and like as a total sidebar when you're starting out as a celebrity you don't have the money to pay a makeup artist uh 
um, a wardrobe person to dress mm. you. So you go to these events and you're thinking to yourself after you see the pictures, do I look, did I look my best? Did I feel my best? And if the answer is no to either of those, you can see it in those pictures, you know? What were you going to say about about that? Because you were really like, I want to talk about it. Well, I was going to compare it to people were saying, why does she make music? Mm -hmm. Music can totally be her therapy. Mm. Just because you make music doesn't mean you want to be on the stage in mm-hmm. the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, Frick Goshen, who makes yeah. music, but he didn't go on tours. Ever. 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 And his shit is real AF. Yes. <laughs> F. You know, my ghost is celebrities, the Kardashians. Well, the Jenners. This is a Jenner. Kylie oh. Jenner. No, I'm sorry. Kendall Jenner. The one that her anxiety is off the charts. Yeah. But she's in the limelight. And she has sleep paralysis. Yes. Which is like fucking crazy. And she didn't what? choose that. Huh? But she didn't choose that. No. And she pushes through, but not everyone yeah. who became famous chose to become famous. That makes sense. Yeah. Like she, she was kind of dragged into, into it, being yeah, famous. Into so I hate when I see the, the comments are saying, well, why why did she do this? Why did she do that? And just like when I go to an event, I'm like, Chelsea, you're coming? Facts. <laughs> like, I'm not going if you're not going. Right. <laughs> and sometimes I can't go. You have, you, and then you I get want the- that extra push of that support with you because it makes you feel less vulnerable than being alone. And then, like, like I get, like, people are like, oh, but you take pictures on Instagram. That shit is so different. different. But it's like, like that's no, your, my, comfort, my most that's your recent, comfortability of yeah. being by yourself. Yeah. Like yes. Anyone, anybody yes. can post shit on yes. Instagram. Because my most And feel recent, confident and not give no fucks mm-hmm. about what anybody says mm-hmm. because it's it's your shit yeah. being posted. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. when you're out in the limelight, in the spotlight, mm-hmm. other people are capturing different angles, different moments of you that you're not used to being caught because that's not what you're used to being cap. That's not what's used to being captured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, there's a huge difference in taking selfies, taking group photos with your friends and family members, as opposed to taking pictures for random photographers, random reporters, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a different level of vulnerability in being out in the public. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people want that for themselves, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm here now. I wasn't coached on how to do this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like in now that what? moment, you can either freeze up or you can either shine yep. either way. Yep. And to go back to the Jenners and the Kardashians, right before they ever started doing press junkets, their their momager said, we need to get a professional in here to teach you how to talk to mm-hmm. these to these people. So it's the same concept. Could you imagine going from just being a regular girl in Arizona, in Maryland, and then all of a sudden you're forced in front of thousands of people, thousands, hundreds of photographers. Yeah, I could not imagine. A hundred. Be bombarded with questions. Yeah. Be bombarded with fucking flash cameras going off and yeah. shit like that. People spreading rumors. Or yes. About saying the like dumbest that. shit. Pinpointing your body parts, your facial expressions, your looks, all of that shit. Like, it's very stressful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. being in the spotlight isn't for everybody. 
some people will try it and succeed and other people and other people will do it and it's not for them. Like uh, Honey Buns and I were talking earlier, we were like, if we, if we weren't so damn shy, we probably could have been, you know, famous, but like, or shy or like, we didn't have anxiety about it. Like, but we were like, if we never became famous or did anything like, you know, anything like that, because it would have, we probably wouldn't have been able to handle the fame and the, you know, mentally. the eyes, mentally, like, emotionally, like, the eyes on you all the time. But it's like, look at so it this like, way, though. You like, still have celebrities that that are in the spotlight and go through depression. Mm-hmm. They go through anxiety. They basically go through everything that we go through, but it's in Yeah, the but it's spotlight. like, it's more so, like, and it's, like, what kills me when I see, like, comments on Instagram of, like, for instance, Demi Lovato. Mm. She has an addiction. Mm-hmm. She has a drug habit. She's been to rehab and stuff. And, like, people bash her for being a celebrity mm-hmm. and being in rehab. And it's, like, at the end of the day, you have to realize they're not just a celebrity. They are people. They go through the same shit that we mm-hmm. go through. It's just their shit is put on blast all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. If their shit wasn't put on blast, you would never know. Never. You would never fucking know. Because how many times have you heard through the grapevine, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? They just got put in jail for dealing. Or so-and-so just died because they OD'd. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, if you don't know about it, it's not going to be broadcasted. But when you're a celebrity, everybody knows about it. It's going to be found out one way or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what's another do and another don't in relationships and, and friendships and do I would say for relationships mm-hmm. is learn their type of love. Okay. Because you know, everyone loves the same. Break that and I down. Think that's Hit me with it. Really important. Mm-hmm. How many types of love is there? Not in the, the pink you sent me. I think oh, five? five. Five. Yeah. Five. So for everybody who doesn't <laughs> know, it's the five languages of love by Gary Chapman. Go read it, learn it, love it, live it. It's gift giving, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time. And like physical touch doesn't mean let's have sex. It means hold my hand. For me, physical touch is my second love language. And one of the ways that somebody really close to me makes me feel the most loved is when I get my hair brushed. I know that sounds like really weird, but... Whenever that is happening, I feel really valued and really taken care of because it takes, what, like five minutes to brush my hair because it's so long, (laughs) but that's five minutes out of this person's day where this person is saying to me, sit down, let me do this for you instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, go ahead and take care of it yourself. And like words of affirmation isn't, oh, you look great today. It's, I'm really proud of you whenever you do something you say you're going to do. And then acts of service is mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, cooking dinner, things like that, you know. And gift giving isn't extravagance. It's, I saw this flower and 
it's your favorite color and it reminded me of you uh-huh. here. Or I saw this perfect little piece of chocolate cake and I thought of you. This is for you, you know? Yeah, learning, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Well, yeah. what do you think? Like, um, for me, like a do in a relate, like in, you know, my marriage and like, you know, in love and all that is like, I like to be like spoiled and appreciated and, you know, shown that I'm appreciated. Like, even if like it's a card or like flower, like you said, like nothing, anything like crazy or shabby, mm-hmm. just to show that you love me to show that you care is like, I like to be spoiled. Like, you know, if it's my birthday, I don't need, like, a big present. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as you give me, like, a card that tells me how much you love me. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you know, playing, like, a little surprise here or there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, that type of stuff is mm-hmm. stuff that makes me feel loved. And also, um, what was I going to say about my other? Like, like being, like, your words of affirmation. Like, mm-hmm. kind of being, not just saying, oh, I love you all the time. Just appreciating mm-hmm. what I do. Right. Sometimes you know you don't feel appreciated, right? Like it's <clears throat> being with someone for so long, you oh, don't yeah. stop to say, "Hey, you know, right? Like, I appreciate, um, right? You know, that you've done this, or right. you cooked dinner, it's good, or right. you, know, that, you know, right? Or like, um, thanks for going back to work, yeah, after having the baby, yeah. I needed you to do that. Thank you. Yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Like that's for me. Those are like huge dues mm-hmm. in a in a mm-hmm. you know in my marriage mm-hmm. what about you Divine? what's it do for you in a relationship um it goes back to communication for me mm-hmm. like I, I like growing becoming older and then being in different relationships like everybody's been different you know what I'm saying so it's just like I've learned that for me, communication is a big thing because I'm like, without communication, how do you know what your partner's feeling? How do you know what your mm-hmm. partner wants? Mm-hmm. How do you know what to do for them? Mm-hmm. How do you know what they need? So I'm like, for me, communication is, I think, one of the main ingredients, one of the main things in a relationship because it's like, I don't want to have to always tell you what to do or I don't want to always have to tell you what I need mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I well feel that's like, a part of communication oh, but, but that's what I'm saying like mm-hmm. over time communicating and being around each other and knowing each other mm-hmm. like you should pick that up you should okay. be able to know those things mm-hmm. like yeah you might need a reminder here and there but for mm-hmm. the most part I feel like I shouldn't have to like every day remind you to tell me I'm beautiful or every day I need to mm-hmm. remind you to, you know, give me a hug or give me a kiss mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Like those should be automatic things, but over time, just, you know, little reminders here and there, but I'm like, I'm a do for me is communication. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, cause that's just, I feel like people lose sense of that over mm-hmm. time. Like, you guys communicate every fucking day and then all of a sudden it's like you guys are dead silent on the couch, separated on your fucking phones or just, you know, not Mm -hmm. speaking. It's Mm -hmm. like what happened from communicating every day and talking all the time to silence? Mm -hmm. Like where did the communication get lost? Mm -hmm. So that's actually a good point about the silence thing. And I think that... I want to carry that into 
part three because we're taking it there. <laughs> so let's let's pause it and then we can uh, we can carry that into part three because I have something to say about silence actually.